Here we are. Welcome, everyone. Today, we have no idea what we're doing, so you're just going to listen as this episode unfolds, and we have no guest. Right, Lauren? You're my guest. Be our guest. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, this is going to be pretty random, but... Erica, we haven't done an episode, just the two of us, since our very first episode back in September no. of 2020. Well, and then we did the employee to entrepreneur in January, but that's still been like that six months. still had a topic. This this is just oh, I see. chatting okay. and catching up. Yeah. No, then you're right. And yeah, I'm sure the people are just going to absolutely love the crap out of this episode and we'll get more <laughs> requests for it. So don't worry. If you love it, listeners, we'll sit here and randomly talk about things for you more often. And if you are new, because we have so many new listeners lately, if you haven't gone me. back to listen to our pilot, that's kind of like don't. our first little <laughs> intro. Stop it. It's so cute. But so much has changed. Like it is wild how much has changed in nine seven nine eight months yeah i was going to re-listen to it because before we end i'm going to ask you what's your favorite life hack and i think we said our favorite life hacks in the first episode but i don't remember what they were i don't either yeah well we'll have to go check that out but anyway today we thought well actually here's what happened this episode was supposed to be one of my solo episodes and both lauren and i put a lot of thought and preparation into our solo episodes to make sure they're interesting and share value blah 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 and i typically get a very clear manifester urge that's like this is what you're supposed to talk about and you know a week or two weeks or three weeks before i need to record it and that didn't happen this time and as i am learning to follow my human design and not force things like that I was like, okay, what else could I do besides forcing a solo episode that probably won't be great anyway? And then we decided to do this instead. So here we are. Here we are. Here we are. And we'll still talk about health stuff because, yeah. oh my gosh, you guys, I'm totally working with Erica now. <laughs> Lauren is my best and – well, not best. You're my you're my biggest fan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm your biggest fan. I am the president that- of your fan club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we've done some – lab tests together, some health stuff. So yeah, well, you cut my hair on social media. Right. I wish that I had saved or maybe I still do have that video. Anyway, I need a video to send to clients because I include that test, a hair tissue mineral analysis for all my six month health coaching clients. And I need like a this is how you do it. So maybe we'll cut more of your hair one day. Cool. But I figured today we can just organically see what comes up but maybe do like maybe we should start with a quick update on where things are because like you said since the pod started back in September our lives have transformed like a lot (laughs) (laughs) a lot's not a a strong enough word for that I can't think of a word right now but anyway dramatically dramatically yes they've changed dramatically and I would say for the better, everything's well, going in the right in, direction. we're in a massive growth spurt together, which is so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like both broke down in certain ways in order to climb through the dirt, becoming a beautiful flower. Well, similar – well, in the same vein as my Ida Solo episode this spring about 
how this podcast has become my life coaching. Mm -hmm. And that's really, you and I have been on this journey together through all of these guests for that. Like even last week's episode with Morgan Wright, Mm. I'm constantly talking about that. And now I can actually share the episode. But like I've changed all my passwords for everything it took me like, well, since we recorded that. So six weeks to do it. But like this, this podcast has like transformed my whole life. Well, it's really, this is a message for people out there that want to start their own podcast because we've also gotten a lot of, we get a lot of people that reach out saying, how did you, like, how do you do this? What's your advice? And so for anyone who's on the fence, you get to be exposed to really cool people who teach you things. Like everyone who comes through your life has something to teach you. And if you're willing to sit and listen and so there, so maybe like that's a big life hack is just getting to sit down and talk to people that maybe you wouldn't normally talk to. And I'm excited for a lot of the guests that we have coming up to share. I definitely have learned to listen better. Me too. Through this. Me too. Interviewing is a skill, people. It is. And it is. we have got we've grown so much in that respect too. Yeah, because before this, I mean both you you and I have experienced speaking and I've been on stage and I've moderated panels in person, but I had a little bit of a growth spurt with when we had to go virtual because it is a little different. You're not quite, you don't see the body language as much. And I feel like I'm a little, like I'm hyper aware and focused. I'm like, okay, is everyone okay? Like, what are they saying? Or sometimes when the technology bugs out, that's the hardest because you're like, we can't hear you. (laughs) Yeah. Luckily, luckily, we're not doing we're not publishing our videos yet. Yeah. (laughs) I just got out of the shower. That's like another thing that we'll have to figure out learn and be good at. Luckily, Andy, we have Andy on our side to help us with that. Thanks, Andy. Well, why don't you do a quick update on just where things are for you business wise and life wise, just like, you know, the three, two, three, four minute version, catch people up. Let's see. In September, I had multiple businesses going that I've been doing, I had been doing for a number of years. And even before the pandemic, if I'm being totally honest, there was something, something was just, I was getting this vibe that something's about to happen and this is going to shift. I had no idea it would be a global pandemic, but like something told me that like I'm need I need to start preparing myself to do something different. Mm-hmm. That's happened to me with every job I've ever left or any business that I had to I had to abandon a business at one point or businesses that didn't succeed. But I knew something was coming and I had spent most of 2020 business coaching and learning about what that means for me and the type of business owners I like to work with. And then I started reading about franchising, which I did go on this wild soapbox at one of our uh, one of our mastermind groups <laughs> about it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there was something in my mind that made me want to look into models that could be duplicated or expanded quickly. And over time, I realized that all of the things I've done in business so far as a serial entrepreneur in all the different industries I've been in was leading me to the business I started this month, June, 2021. And I'm taking everything I know and put it into this one business. The two businesses that I was focused on back in the fall have now since 
essentially gone, not under, but one of them I closed and the other one has been modified into more of an investment fund. So it's not the same as it was. So I, I feel like I lost two businesses in COVID, but really they made them going away made space for me to expand into this new business that I'm doing. And people are like, okay, well, what, what's the business? I have teamed up with um, one of our other guests, Adam Shelton. He's now a retired attorney, but we are doing a virtual mediation service for divorce and family law. It's so cool. It's called Integrative Divorce Group. We'll put it in the show notes. But anybody who is getting divorced, has been divorced, is thinking about it and maybe researching because that's a really overwhelming process. This is a bunch of free resources that are integrative as far as like mental health, free legal resources that are available online. We just compiled them. And then also our service is mediation, which is conflict resolution, guided conflict resolution. And we've had really awesome feedback so far. We've had some great consults. Uh, We've only been open for 24 days and it's kind of like catching on in these tiny little wildfires. So it's really exciting to see everything I know kind of falling into place. And I also finally have been able to answer my own question that I used to ask my coaching clients. Well, what's your favorite thing about your job? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we have these nine to fives and we have to do all kinds of shit that we don't care about or we don't like. I was like, well, if you could do your favorite part of your job, what would it be? And I finally answered that question and did it for myself. So I'm the CEO of the company. So I will not be a service provider because that is the part that I always hated. Mm. I am not a technician. I am the like organizational leadership type. So I guess it's kind of like niching down. But that's what I've been up to business wise. It's all very exciting. The best thing people can do is share the resources. And that's true for any business. I know we love when people share your business. (laughs) So that's, that's business. I'm working on my next business, my next company. And I'm sure it won't be the only thing I end up doing because I've, I can't tell you the last time I had one job or one business going. (laughs) Like, it's just not how I work. And what's one goal or intention if you want? that you have for yourself for the next six months. And it could be business focused or personally, personal focused. Yeah. (laughs) I have been really intentional with my time. And if you have been listening for any amount of time, you know how I am a time hacker and I love talking about that. Efficiency is my love language next to tacos. And I want to continue maintaining these behaviors and these habits that I've formed that are allowing me to do more things I care about and spend less time working, but having like way more success because I'm having these smaller goals in the, in the middle of it. So Mm -hmm. I actually used all the things I know how to do for, for coaching and I'm coaching myself, which is also something I've never done, you know, practice what you preach. I'm finally doing it guys. I'm so excited for myself. (laughs) Yeah. That resonates with me too because, you know, we both have gone through these transformations that involved burnout and obviously the biggest shift, well, maybe not obviously, but the biggest shift for me since the podcast started back then I was 
branding myself as a sleep and anxiety coach, but I was also going through my integrative health practitioner certification. And so I've since finished level one and level two of that. And my big realization was, I guess, back in maybe in February or March, it's only been a few months, but I transitioned to burnout recovery because I realized that all the clients I've served in my business throughout its whole you know, little life, really everyone was on this spectrum of burnout recovery. And so whether it was because they were dealing with anxiety or they couldn't sleep or whatever it was, it was really a general commonality that body can no longer keep up with mind, old ways of operating are no longer working or serving us. Before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about how burnout is kind of like an identity crisis where everything's working until it doesn't work anymore. So I I went through that with, or I've been going that through that with myself and my autoimmune condition. And then you've had your own version of that. And you've been so good and such a good role model for me seeing you really put your self-care and yourself first throughout pandemic and lockdown and all of that. And yeah, so bringing that energy into our new into your new business or into my the shift in my business is so important to me too. And also becoming a burnout recovery coach, I will say, has given me permission to not burn myself out. Because if I'm helping other people come out of this, you know, my old model was three months, high ticket coaching package. We're meeting every week. They have access to me on Voxer, text or whatever. And so I'm always hyper-connected. And it's like my old it's like my day job where you're always connected, salary, like you can never turn off. And so the beginning of the year, I did get some of those clients and, you know, it felt good to have the money coming in, but I was like, this is not sustainable. I am on my way to another, you know, autoimmune flare up or whatever it is. So my favorite thing about being a burnout recovery coach right now is that I have the permission to be like, yeah, you know, we can meet maybe like twice a month and you can email me and I'll respond between 10 and 4 p.m. And like, it's super sustainable. And if I want to take a week off, it's super, it's really easy to do that. Cause yeah. that was one thing I noticed is with the old model, I looked forward and I'm like, what if I want, what if I just don't feel like working one week out of a month or something? Like, there was no capacity for. I mean, I, I stopped working during my cycle, like when I was on my period, which is tomorrow. So like, this is the last thing I'm doing for like the next three days. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Like you gave me permission. I get, I didn't realize I was inspiring you. I love hearing that. <laughs> yeah. But like we, we've been so connected, you and I, like you gave me permission to even acknowledge I was in burnout and I mm. was in a full blown identity crisis when we interviewed Joe Buckner like his episode I've listened to it three times after so it good. published because I was just like I guess I need to hear permission out of people's mouths that I trust or that I like the universe brings into my life for a reason he's absolutely one of them he's still one of my favorite accounts to follow I engage with him often um and this it's just been such a healing experience to realize oh my gosh I am a I'm a serial burnout victim also of my own doing mm -hmm. and so it's 
you know, my business and my life and my relationships are now reflecting the fact that I'm in burnout recovery. I even put it on my bio on my personal Instagram because I was like, listen, I'm an entrepreneur, <gasps> but also like this shit's real. Like I, I will not be burnt out again. That's when I started working with you. You did a post about the five stages of burnout. My, yeah, they're my, I have five phases of burnout. And I realized where I was in those five phases. I was like, holy shit. Okay, Erica, you need to help me. Like, <laughs> let's run all the tests. Let's do all the things. And it's been one of the, the biggest shifts in the last quarter, at least. But yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you found burnout recovery because I needed you to find it. You know, well, and those, those five phases literally just came to me one random weekend. I had started, I'm working with one of my friends who's mentoring me to help me make my online course that will tentatively be launched on Labor Day weekend. So I hope to have a wait list open for that soon. I just have to, I don't have an assistant yet, so I have to figure out how to do that myself. But anyway, the five phases came to me. She, she, We had a session. I was like, okay, I need to make like a framework. How do I identify who I can help? And then these five phases, reaching burnout, burnout, bounce back, fear of burnout and balance. And you identified with the fear of burnout phase, which is that phase. And actually, let's take a step back. When we're talking about burnout, because a lot of people or some people, when they see that I work with burnout or friends are like, what do you mean? Like people who have never really experienced chronic burnout, they're like, yeah, like you get burnt out at work or something like that. But like, what's burnout to you? I honestly didn't, I did not understand what it meant until I started following your content. Cause like I was so programmed to work at a certain level. I've been a high achiever my whole life. My, I had lots of self-worth issues. Like I had spent years in therapy dealing with like my past stuff and my childhood trauma, but then it's like, okay, now you're to the present. Good luck. <laughs> well, shit, that doesn't help me. So I've on, I'm on this, you know, personal life coaching, mm -hmm. life coaching myself journey, self-healer journey, but you gave me language for what was happening to me. Like I had physical symptoms. I had emotional symptoms. I had major mental health symptoms and they had been going on for years in like various degrees of severity. Mm -hmm. And then when 2020 happened and like literally my entire life imploded <laughs> personal and business wise, it made room, like I said earlier to like hear this new language that you were learning and using. Yeah. But I honestly didn't really know what it meant yeah. before. But yeah. I just like never, I never prioritized rest. I had performative self-care yeah. because I was in the cosmetics industry at the at that time too. So it was like, I'm taking a wear this mask. It's on sale. <laughs> but like I was doing it for that, not because I was taking care of myself. Yeah. And masks, yeah. we all, hopefully we all know self-care is more than a face mask. But like the 20 minutes in the morning in the sun, mm -hmm. like all these things I, I never had been exposed to. So you helped me define burnout. And I'm not surprised many people haven't heard it in the way that you and I speak about it now, because it's kind of a it's becoming mainstream now because of the uh, crisis, the mental health crisis of the pandemic. Totally. Yeah. And the way that I describe and work with burnout is you know, burnout is not a medical diagnosis. So as you're inching toward burnout based on your lifestyle, your genetics, what you're eating, how much you sleep or how well you sleep, all these factors, you may never reach burnout. If you 
your body may never get to that point where it's completely depleted and you don't have the reserves to keep up with your lifestyle. But when, you know, for for someone like me who has an autoimmune condition, like I I consider my autoimmune condition flare-up and burnout, those are the same thing for me. So that's how I know when I've burnt out is when I have a flare-up, which it's been at the time of this recording, over a year, a year and two months, I think now since I've had symptoms, which is a really big deal for me because I spent 15 years feeling really burnt out and not well and not myself. But so burnout for me is basically the point when your body is no longer keeping up with the mind or keeping up with your lifestyle. And then back to the five phases, that fear of burnout phase, which is really, really where my ideal client is. It's when you've hit hit burnout before, you felt the exhaustion, you've had the physical symptoms, the emotional symptoms. A lot of my clients describe it as, I'm not in control of my body anymore. Like, especially if there's hormonal issues going on, like it's like every time my cycle comes, I'm emotional. I can't, it's like a floodgate opens and I just, it's not me and I just have to push through it and wait till it passes. And so you've reached that point a bunch and then maybe, you know, you, you get in bed because you have to, you rest, you, and then you bounce back a little bit. And maybe you feel better for a few weeks, a few months, even like maybe a year or something. But there's always that fear in the back of your mind. Like, I never want to go back to that place. And that's how it always was for me. I was always and still am to this day, like even though I'm a year and two months symptom free of my autoimmune condition, there's this little voice in the back of my head that's like, oh, my gosh, is that like is that the rash flaring up? Is my body trying to tell me that? Totally same. Yeah, like even I'm having some allergies right now, which isn't usual for me. And so I like woke up this morning and my throat was a little scratchy and I was like, oh my gosh, like it's burnout. Like I need to rest. But, you know, then you have to kind of talk yourself off the cliff and be like, it's okay. I know how to take care of myself. Everything's okay. But that fear of burnout stage is, you know, it's not something your medical doctor is going to figure out. Like, oh, maybe you just need to rest and eat well, take a break. Oh, even like your most recent post about like you go get the labs at your general practitioner and like you look like the perfect picture of health and you're like, no, I feel terrible yeah. all the time. I'm not sleeping. I'm blah, da 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 da. That's how I know that I'm in burnout. But you're right. That fear of like, oh my gosh, something isn't the way it's been the last nine months. <laughs> yeah. And And then the isolation of it all, because even though we have language to describe how burnout feels in a general sense, really, it's very personal to each person. So even though – like even if someone comes to me, I mean, I'm able to give space to what they're feeling and to a certain extent understand, but I'll never really understand. And that makes – chronic illness, burnout, the things that we're talking about that aren't diagnosable, right? They don't have a label that we can be like, oh, that's why this is happening. So they're like these quote unquote mystery symptoms. And then it's isolating. It's like nobody gets what I'm going through. And that's, I experienced that so much when, like before I found natural health because all the doctors were like, yeah, you're fine. Like your, your immune system's just activated. You, you just, like there was never like, – we don't know why this is happening and it's like, okay, am I making this all up in my head? Like maybe I'm – like you just start to think you're I felt crazy. crazy. Yeah. Totally. I felt crazy. And I've had so many doctors – like I I have personally experienced the whole like, well, you know, your BMI is kind of high. Oh so <laughs> maybe, you know, you should, you should consider losing maybe like 30 pounds and I'm like, you can go right off mm-hmm. and – yeah, but like it's 
I have felt so empowered working with you. And yes, guys, this is like shameless plug for Erica because she has changed my entire life just in the three months we've been working together on the health stuff. But of course, since we've been friends, obviously. But like this is the theme of 2020 for me was burnout recovery. And I didn't even know it until happening January (laughs) of this year. (laughs) But yeah, Mm -hmm. it's burnout is real people's yeah and yeah some of the things that you and I did you we ran a few functional labs on you which was wonderful it's yeah I was I was avoiding the wrong food for 15 years y'all yeah tell us about that I was very sick in college I've always kind of felt like a bubble kid if you know what that is you know what it is I just always was something was always wrong. I never felt well. Part of that was I had an eating disorder when I was very young. So like my whole body has never been cared for the way it could have been. So I got really sick Mm -hmm. in college. My autoimmune system literally just shut down. I it was stress. Now I know in hindsight, right? (laughs) I was so burnt out from high school. Yeah, I was an overprogrammed kid for sure. But so burnt out had no tools for stress management. Didn't have a really good therapist till I was in college that gave me some of those tools. Um, But I um, had had this experience where at the time, it was like 2004, five-ish. Everything was, I was just sick. I was in the hospital for three weeks, the whole thing. And so I went to a specialist in Dallas. I was living in Oklahoma City at the time. And with very little evidence and testing, they explained to me what celiac disease was. And I found out this year when I posted about my results with you, that at that time during in like nutrition training and education, it was like the new thing. So that's kind of when like the gluten fear Mm. started was all the way back then. And so I was put on this special nutrition plan, no gluten. At that time, it was no gluten, no dairy. Some, I had a candida outbreak. So I was like in gut rehab for a while. But then eventually, as being a normal human, I eventually started eating mm-hmm. everything but gluten again. And most of my symptoms came back. But it was manageable because I was maintaining this like obsessive restriction level of the food I was eating. There was a lot of fear around food And I always had a preparation or I always had a plan prepared if I got sick because it didn't seem to matter what I ate. I would get really sick. Come to find out here 15 years later after running the food sensitivity test with you that I actually have no problem really with wheat or gluten at all because that... Well, at least no IgG sensitivity. Right. But like I, the reaction I was having was to dairy. Like severe yeah you were as you were the highest amount of sensitivity you can be to well and the casein was really interesting to me too because my little italian self loves me some salami Mm. like sister would eat so many cured meats that are just full of casein (laughs) and i would get so sick but so i've been dairy free casein free i've even really cut out eggs because I had like a medium sensitivity to egg whites. Yeah. And I tell you what, I would say 90% of my symptoms have disappeared. 
it's crazy. Like at first I felt really dumb. Like, holy shit, why have why how why did it take me this long to do this? Because I've had wellness practitioners. My acupuncturist has mentioned it to me for years. Right. But as my generator self, I was waiting to respond to something. Mm. And then when you were literally presented to me on a platter, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is interesting. And then you did a couple of your episodes. And I was like, after listening to the one where you explained all the lab testing, I listened to it on the treadmill and literally got off the treadmill and texted you. I was like, okay, I'm ready. I remember you told me, you were like, I just got off the treadmill. <laughs> I was listening to your episode. Like, But when I know, I know. It was like, my instincts were like, this is it. Let's do this. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. And we also did – we did an organic acids test, which is a urine-based test that looks at overall – it kind of looks like gut function, uh, overgrowth of beneficial yeast and bacteria, B vitamin, other vitamins, a bunch of other market markers. You're the only friend I've ever peed in a cup for. I feel so special. <laughs> and, then, yeah, and then you let me cut your hair. I did. Which That video should be in your archive on your stories. I know. That was the first time I cut someone's hair for that test. So thank And then when I got my hair colored uh, a few weeks ago, my my stylist was like, oh, did you have some labs run? Because <laughs> she saw my little short little pieces dumb. in the back of my hair. <laughs> I was um, like, I did. I, I don't know what they look like. I don't even know. <laughs> but yeah, information. I love data. Mm-hmm. I love data so much. It is the proof that I like to see that helps me make decisions. So I'm I'm here for all of it. Yeah, that's a big piece of it because, you know, I can sit down with a client and do my intake process and have a pretty good idea of things that they can try or do or lifestyle shifts or changes that will really help them. But when it's just coming out of, hey, here's a suggestion, recommendation, do this, you know, they'll do – 10, 20, 30, 40% of it. But when you have the data from the lab, it's like, and even though there's so much controversy over whether these labs are, uh, whether they are real or work or not or whatever, it's ridiculous. But I think when it comes down to it, if you want it to be true, I mean, they're the reason that I am where I am symptom-free for over a year of autoimmune stuff because it gave me the final piece. I explained it in episode 26, but it was like, I had done all the things I could do on my own. And then the data from this is like, oh, it's right in front of you. It's like, you don't have to guess anymore. It's just saying, yeah, you like I had clostridia overgrowth in my gut, which one of the side effects of that is like feeling anxious. So even though I was doing all the self-care and all the meditation and all the things, you know, to even taking supplements, I would have never passed the hump of like, really feeling the way I do today unless I took care of that clostridia overgrowth, which which took an eight-week protocol. And after two weeks, I called my coach, um, Daniel Turk, from episode – I think it was when we talked about detoxification in the beginning. And I was like, is it possible that I can be feeling so different this soon? Two weeks in, I had a major temperament change. And even to this day, it's like my mind is clear and I can slow down and be present in my thoughts. Whereas before it was like, it was always going 8,000 miles a minute, no matter what. And I will witness you on that. That is totally true. Like you are so much more present. You have a much calmer energy. Mm -hmm. Like you can just sit there and yeah, 
look beautiful and listen. Which was never possible because even though I was practicing presence a lot, like I knew that was my thing, but when your physical body is going against that, you know, sometimes you're never going, you're, I don't know if, if it's right to say you're never going to win, but it's like, it's just, it's like you're, you're swimming upstream. So as soon as you remove that, piece, it's like when you really have to pee, but you're like three stoplights away from your house. <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's that feel that sense of urgency, but like you don't really have the control that to you need it. to like do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, sometimes I, I joke that I've lost some of my, <laughs> like I'm not as, not not as productive, but like sometimes I miss that feeling of like zooming around like a million miles per minute because I was really, really productive. I got a lot done, but now it's easier for me to just step back and be like, why was I so busy all the time? Like this is way better. So it's like, it's a give and take. So you know, I totally understand that feeling like the productivity thing, but if I really, well, now that I've been bullet journaling for six months, I'm realizing I get so much more done. Because I'm not doing things that don't matter anymore. Yeah. I would spend, I would fill up my whole day and half the stuff I did didn't actually matter at all. Like in the grand scheme of things, like as far as getting towards goals. Speaking of goals, let's talk about what our goals are for the next six months. Because here we are halfway through the year. We just finished Mm -hmm. Gemini season. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. So what, what are your goals for the next six months? Well, definitely like... We said in the beginning that like bringing this same energy, the the present and intentional energy into the new business, like not losing all of the progress, if if we even want to call it progress, like not losing that as we go back into quote unquote normal life, as things get back to normal. Even now I'm experiencing like you know, a lot more social invites are coming in and I'm trying to be grateful for them. But at the same time, I'm like, leave me alone. I just want to stay home all weekend and do nothing with my cats. <laughs> it's like, so I'm I'm really practicing balance and, you know, getting a lot better at saying no, even with like dating right now. It's like, you know, if a guy doesn't understand that I'm not available to hang out at 8 p.m. on a weeknight, then he's not my guy and just being like, okay, moving on next. So the the goal is continuously becoming a boundary boss, which is a term – Terry Cole has a book called Boundary Boss that I'm reading right now. It's so good. But just really protecting this new version of myself that I love so much and like I don't want to lose her in – you know, even as I see my business is growing and expanding and – it's supporting me and it feels so good, but I don't want to take for granted for the fact that like, like I don't want to lose myself. That's my mate. That's, that's my goal. Just not to lose myself. Totally. I share that goal. Cause I, I also, this is my favorite version of me. I've also never given myself this amount of time and attention. And I don't want that to end. Like, I want to figure out how to maintain this piece of it and build a business and have a podcast and be in a relationship and travel. And so, like, my priorities have completely turned yeah. on their head 
because I, yeah. I was so good at ignoring myself, but I won't do that anymore. So like biz- business or personal, my goal is one of my major goals is to continue my my protection of my sacredness mm-hmm. and how the things that I do for myself. I took a 40 minute nap yesterday. Well, yeah. Who even am I? But like Amazing. that kind of stuff. I was like, I'm tired. I'm going to lay down. Yeah. Those the simple things, but like that's a big goal of mine for sure. And the money will come and the clients will yes. come and this podcast will grow and we'll get our first sponsors and like all these things. But yes, I think all sponsor, of that email us. <laughs> all of that will come so much more easily because we're because we're not sacrificing ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Instead of be I mean, like we were blocking so much by sacrificing ourselves because we couldn't take anything in. We were burnt out. There wasn't enough space. And I think I can speak for both of us when another goal is to follow our human design. Yes. I had my reading with Katie Irvine, who was our guest a few episodes back, introducing everyone to human design. So go listen to that if you haven't. But I this is my second reading I've had. I had my first one with a different practitioner, but she it was a really cool experience because she's a very similar she's a manifester but we have the same gate or channel that makes us a manifester i don't really understand that part but she had so much insight with business and how to like she basically just gave me permission to do what i've wanted to do which is do things whenever i feel like i should do them and not do things because people said this is how you create a successful coaching business and so i have this newfound freedom of like yep it's it's going to work my way because that's how it's supposed to. So following following that and and also the biggest thing you've helped me with recently is like when you started getting into the human design stuff and reading more and then the way you talked about it helped me relate not only to myself better but even just to like in like some of my close friendships where it ha- I like have these like weird conflict of energies and I realized it was just because I was expecting other people to operate like I do instead of seeing them for their gifts. And so I think that's the coolest that's the coolest thing about human di- design for me. It's like it's just that we're all operating in our own way, I guess. I agree. And that was actually one of the things that caused me to decide that I was done coaching. Mm in the business mindset space mm-hmm. because I got to the point realizing that I need to learn my own design before I can coach anybody in anything. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, because I've now probably spent 80 hours reading and taking Katie's free classes, yeah, I'm realizing that when I run the design of the people in my life, I have yeah. way more impactful and intimate relationships with them when I'm not expecting people to know how I work. I'm not expecting them to work the same way as me is what I meant to say like you did. Because I was like, just follow your gut instinct. Like, I don't understand what your problem is. What do you mean you don't hear it? Oh, oh, you're a projector. Got it. Got it, 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 got it. But and then the whole like, uh, and if if so cool. listener, you have no idea what we're talking about, I invite you. Yeah. I implore you even to go listen to this episode and mm-hmm. follow Katie on Instagram. And I now follow like a bunch of human design, but it has, it has unlocked me. It has helped me unlock myself. It has given me so much self-compassion yeah. and grace and understanding 
And honestly, like, I've gotten to the point where I can not give a reading, but like understand people enough. And when there's some kind of conflict, mm-hmm. uh, or for example, with you, if you're feeling anxious about something or something specific, I literally go to your chart and I'm like, where's it at? What are we dealing with? Is this her design or is this her programming? Yeah. Like, how can I communicate with her to help her get back to herself? It has nothing to do with mm-hmm. me. That's the other thing I've learned in human design. And I mean, the four agreements. If you, I did an episode about that, yeah. but like yeah. I've put those two things together and it has made my life so yeah. much easier because n- I no longer put so much like weight and value on other people's bullshit and the people there's not everyone is awake to themselves and that's not a good or bad thing. It's just like I have to yeah. lower my expectations and give a lot more grace, but now I have like some language around it. So yes, yeah. human design. I totally want to get a reading too. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend. I learned there were definitely some key insights that I needed in this moment. So it was pretty cool. My next thing is I want to get like a natal chart reading or an astrology reading of some sort. I need someone to tell me what's going on in my planets. Yeah, I've been – well, I'm a researcher. That's part of my design. But like I, I love that stuff. I love talking about it. I'm learning yeah. about moon rituals right now in my reading. So it's a full moon like today that we're recording. So I'll be doing that. It's just intention yeah. setting. And mine mine always lean lead, lean towards the Christian spectrum because that's my upbringing and my current mm-hmm. practice. But it's so interesting how all of that stuff, all the spirituality piece of our mind, body, spirit is so customizable. And it's like, take what works for you and leave everything else behind. It's yeah. a very freeing experience. It is. Absolutely is. Well, Lauren, I just have one more question for you. What's your all-time favorite life hack? (sighs) I can't say all-time favorite because literally it changes constantly. Right now in this moment. My (laughs) current favorite life hack is human design. Like even right now, my boyfriend's kids are with us for the summer and we ran the kids charts and we've been kind of like parenting, you know, relating to them by their design and my you know, media medium understanding of it. And right. it's so interesting how different right. the engagement is with them. And they're seven and five. Like they're young. They're they're barely even touching the beginning of the programming that they have. Right. But yeah, human design is my biggest life hack right now. You might have to do an episode when after the kids are gone of how that went parenting them by their design. I am I am bullet journaling my little fingers off about it. Like <laughs> I'm I I feel very like informed that at some point I'm going to write some books and that might be one of them. Mhm. When my friend Casey after after our human design episode, she texted me. She's like, "I just looked up all she has three kids. She's like, "I just looked up all their charts. It's so spot on." And so now she's like incorporating that. So <laughs> It's cool. It's it's just like a really easy to understand in my opinion way to communicate with people if nothing else it's a really it's like a baseline of how they'll receive potentially receive information i don't know i just think it's it's the coolest thing that i've added to my arsenal of understanding for myself yeah what's yours what is your current ultimate life hack well i worked out right before we recorded this and i was thinking i was like what is my favorite life hack right now and i came up with three One was human design, 
Two was working out barefoot or is working out barefoot because that's what I do. And I was like, I love this so much. And then three is hydrating, being hydrated. You really can't underestimate the power of water. And if you drink a lot of water and you still feel dehydrated, people come to me feeling like that a lot, then you need to add some lemon and pink salt to allow your body to use the hydration. So there's a life for you. That I learned from you and that has changed my hydration so much. Yeah. Most most people dealing with burnout, if we were to run your hair tissue mineral analysis, we would likely find that your sodium and potassium are depleted. And the way we boost that is with some what my or what my mentor calls natural Gatorade. So in the morning, just have some lemon or lime and sea salt in water and you just add as much salt. I prefer pink salt as you can until you taste it. So your body will tell you how much sodium you need. So some mornings I can put a lot of salt in there and I'm like, oh man, I need this. And other days like in like just a little bit, it tastes salty. So it's interesting how your body tells you what you need. <laughs> totally. And I had to overcome a fear of salt Mm-mm. from like social messaging about like, well, salt makes you bloated right. and salt makes your fingers fat and salt makes your face puffy. Crappy and salt that's right. It's like fast food salt and stuff like that. But like I had attributed it to all salt. Like I stopped Absolutely. using salt. I'd stopped using salt when I was cooking. I was like afraid of salt. I went through that phase too. And then you helped me with that. And then my my personal chef that I live with, oh, he beautiful. is the salt king. And like food tastes so much better now. <laughs> right. It's then there's a reason yes. that it tastes good because our and, body needs and it. And my face and isn't puffy and my fingers aren't swollen. Like relearning. Yeah. I'm super grateful for my my relearning of my relationship with food lately. Well, and it's it's an openness that we both have to be willing to unlearn because it takes a lot to admit that you're doing things that weren't right for you. Like even with the celiacs versus dairy sensitivity it's like that took a lot of at least in my mind I'm like I feel like that would be a really big like lift it took me weeks (laughs) to process it it took me weeks to process it but it's taken me close to a year to like really come to terms with the burnout so like going through the burnout recovery has forced me in good ways like has consistently brought up things that I needed to work on that wouldn't have come up any other way Mm mm-hmm And it's not about, like, when I was in therapy, it was about trauma-based or crisis-based. But this is very much like, what are the things in my life that are holding me back and causing me to be put in this cycle? And it's keeping I've addressed my body image issues. I've addressed my food issues. I've addressed my mental health. I've addressed, like, and on and on and on. It's amazing the parallel between our lives since we met. Like, Girlfriend, that is not an accident. We were put together on purpose. <laughs> like, wait, you're doing that too? Cool. Oh Everyone, but go Everything's out. better together. Go find yourself a Lauren. Mm-hmm. Need her. Well, yeah, I think the only other thing I'm going to say, I'm going to put in a shameless plug slash ask. You know, if you're getting to the end of this episode, this means that you're like one of our favorite fans getting through the whole episode. And we are going to start bringing on sponsors for the show. So if you know of a company or you have a small business and you want some exposure and you want to support the podcast, let us know. Reach out, email, DM one of us. We're looking to 
bring on some sponsors and you can either do one episode or buy a package to make it a little cheaper and we can talk about pricing and all that stuff offline. But, you know, we'd love – we're going to start turning this into a real sponsored podcast. <laughs> A real business. Well, everyone has been so supportive and we appreciate all of our followers and subscribers. It's fun to watch the few analytics we get because Mm -hmm. if you are not familiar with any of the podcast, how things work, there is not a lot of analytics that are kind of consistent across the industry yet. So all the analytics we're getting is showing wild support and we really appreciate it and keep sharing and keep listening and... Yes, if you want to sponsor, let, let us, us know. know. Yeah, and I think I think with that, we just want to remind you to stay, stay curious. curious. Thanks for listening. Disclaimer, this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.